right, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, as, as soon as the uh, RSS feed gets fixed, uh, thanks, Squarespace. Um, I love you guys, but come on, hurry up and fix it already. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. But for now, we will be posting online. Still? I've already I've already spoken with Let's them. Turned it off the off the site though, I guess. Yes, absolutely. It it, it runs beautifully. The site's the only one. Uh, we got a oh, we got a full ass show today. Uh, I got the usual promo reads. I got a bunch of news stories. Uh, we're Check gonna out how much I've written down. Absolutely nothing. Thank you, Shane. I don't think you're um, going to talk about the news stories. Let's, let's what do, do you it. mean? Let's get into these Academy Awards. We're going to. We're going to get into these Academy we Awards. We've got the birthday right. game, of course. I got it uh, all squared away. And we're going to end. We're going to end. We're going to end our 10th episode. Our 10th. Uh, our big 1-0. Yeah. With an actual monologue. Uh, I'm going to explain to you the patent troll situation. I'm going to end. Six of them since Shane weaseled his way in for no reason. Well, you happily showed up. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to end the show with an actual monologue and crush it with that. Anyways, let's get to it. we got a couple movies. Uh Welcome, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for showing up this Friday to uh, Shane's house. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming to my house. Absolutely, and eating your food and drinking your beer. But uh, and I'm gonna try not to eat as much on the on the microphone as I usually do. But um, we banged out a couple movies this week. Actually, one that I've seen twice. Uh, why not, uh, Shane? Why don't you get started? What, what do you? Which one do you want to start with? Oh, I don't care either way. All right, we'll start with Tucker and Dale versus uh, <laughs> versus Evil. Uh, a horror slash comedy movie about a bunch of college kids who go into the woods, kind of like uh, <laughs> every other horror movie. And uh, Alan Tudyk from uh, Firefly and uh, Transformers: Dark of the Moon was in it. And I don't know who that other guy. The was. other guy was in the movie uh, Good Old Fashioned Orgy with Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a yeah, great yeah. movie. And uh, I apologize. Great, huh? And I have now. I have to apologize to two people this episode. I have to apologize to the gentleman who I don't know his name, who was in Tucker and Dale versus Evil, who was in one of the main characters. He's very. And upset. I also have to apologize to um, comedian uh, Tom Segura. I was sitting down Sunday night, and I was. Uh, I'm going to chill out. I'm going to watch his hour special, uh, which is called Completely Normal. And about 40 minutes in, I passed out. And I like Tom Segura. I liked his uh, comedy CD, Thrilled. So I really do apologize to Tom Segura. Uh, you can find it on Netflix. It's called Completely Thrilled, and it was actually pretty funny. But I was just exhausted Sunday night you know, from all the work you, I was having to do. You, but know, anyways. you wouldn't have known unless you said anything about it. Well, I have to – hey, you know what? Like, I, hey, you know what, Mark? I, I would have known. Unless I would have like, known. It's like, it's, like, like, it's, like, uh, it's like Bagger and Vance. We, we wouldn't have told nobody. Well, unless, I, I would have known, like, and you would have no. too. The only thing I remember from Bagger Vance is God bless Savannah and the mention. Well, here, here's the thing: the only way he would know is, is if he was like you know Stephen Baldwin and Sliver and was watching. Or you he on was couch. Stephen Seagal and knew everything. No, if he was watching so, you on his couch. Anyway, guys, Stephen Tucker Dale, and Dale versus Dale, Evil. You can find it on Netflix. Dale's name is Tyler Levine, and he's been in nothing. <laughs> he was in Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Rise for in. the Planet of the Apes. He writes for it? No, he was uh, in the Rise of Stage Programs. Oh, he's he was probably that. He was like a fat guy that got, that, got the, that got it at the end of the movie. Remember that guy? The guy was like, oh, he's the fat guy that worked at the fucking place that got infected at the end and spread that's, it Yeah, that's, that's his whole life Oh, you work. know who he is, guys? He's fat on guy. the TV show that I've seen uh, on Hulu um, called Deadbeat. You know, mm -hmm. I've seen it once, actually. I didn't realize he was the star of that, but it's a Hulu TV show original. And Sorry. And uh, yeah, it looks like he's a star. But anyway, it's I, I watched it. I was really excited about it. Okay. I remember thinking it was fucking hilarious. And then I watched it again, and I was like, I don't know if Mark is gonna like this movie at all. <laughs> well, Mark, what's your take on it? The whole gore. Well, Shane, okay. I will let you know that you were totally incorrect. 
I thought it was fucking stupid, but not stupid in an adore way. Stupid in a like this is kind of funny. Stupid, you know. It, it was. It was. Uh, kept me interested. Yeah, I, I laughed. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, and like I thought it was clever. Like it's it's it was kind of I don't know if it was ironic or whatever I guess, but like it was kind of it was it was clever. It was interesting. It was you know it's, it's a horror movie, but. These two guys who are like looked at look like guys that be like slashers in a slasher film don't actually kill anybody in this movie. <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> no, they so don't. They don't kill anybody. Like the kids all die by the, by themselves, and that other kid kills them. It's it's it's, it's, it's basically like a slasher movie, kind of like Deliverance, where a bunch of college kids go up to the redneck area, and it's told through both of their eyes uh, point of view. Like the college kids think the rednecks are crazy killers and the rednecks that they think are rednecks are basically just two normal dudes who are working on their summer home out in the woods. Yeah. And so they're, they're like wicked nice guys. And all of a sudden these uh, kids think that they have kidnapped one of the girls in their group because she was sunbathing and fell and uh, hit her head. And no, they she, rescued was, her. she was trying to skinny dip it. Yeah. And she was like taking her clothes off. And then I think Dale was like, he was trying not to look. Yeah. Tucker was like, oh, yeah. And then he's like, Tucker. And then he's like, she saw him and she falls in, hits her head. And they're like, oh, shit, she hasn't come up. And they're like, I mean, and she's like that token, like, you know, hot chick that everybody. That, she was know, attractive. That the main the main guy in the, in the group wants to bang and stuff. And it's like, I mean, she was funny in the movie. It was funny how it all So they, they, they basically take her in and the college kids uh, think that they kidnapped her and they're killers. And so they, they basically go out there and they're going to like, you know, rescue the girl. And uh, Alan Tudyk is out in the woods and he's using a chainsaw to cut down a tree <laughs> and he hits a, a hornet's nest and the hornets start freaking out. So he's waving the chainsaw in the air and running and the kids start running too. One of the kids runs into a tree and stabs himself. So that kid dies. It was gory and disgusting. Like it was so unnecessary. Some of that so shit. long story short, they basically Tucker and Dale, the rednecks think that these college kids came to the woods to start killing themselves because <laughs> they keep accidentally dying and Tucker and Dale have no clue what the fuck is going on, and the college kids think that they're murderers. Right. So. Well, they're, they're, I love the foreshadowing in this movie too, where he's doing, he's chopping wood, or there is the scene with the bad plank in the house, or there's the wood chipper. Oh yeah. You just know that every item that's being displayed, it's like here comes the scene, here's how it's gonna end. <laughs> like the be, like the best was like when he's like doing the wood, and the kid runs, and he like bends down to grab more wood, and the kid just jumps over him. And you're like, what the fuck? He goes dives right, into the wood chipper. right into the fucking wood chipper. And then, and then Tucker's like, oh, man. He's like trying to help the kid, but it looks like he's jamming him in there. Uh, I did like also how they were making fun of the whole uh, horror movie um, aspect where they never get the cops. And the, the one African-American <laughs> girl was like, why the fuck are we not going to the cops? And they're like, this isn't a job for the cops. And they're all like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a job for the cops. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, okay, what's going to happen to this guy? Because he comes over and he's just like hanging out. You know, he doesn't have his gun out. They're, they're covered in blood. They got like a half of a dude there. And he's like, what are you guys doing? And oh, the like, cop. When the yeah, cops the cop's up. like, let's go inside and see what this girl is. And he's in there and he's just checking her out. And then I was like, how is this guy going to, what's going to happen to this cop? How are they going to get away with this? <laughs> And then you're like, right, oh, that, with that plank that fell down. And he, yeah, he leans on the uh, tree that Corsa was talking about earlier, and uh, 
the plank swoops down and he gets huge nails stuck in his head. I love that too when the cop is walking out to the car and he's got those nails sticking out of his oh, forehead. One was sticking out of his cheek. Yeah, that's awesome. He's like, and then Dale's like, it looks like he's going to walk it off or something like that. Yeah. He's walking. Yeah, he's walking. It was, it was basically a, a, a slasher movie that was a big misunderstanding, and every it was funny as hell. Yeah, it was funny. It was just it was a clever take on a threat. On a, Katrina on a, Bowden, that's her name. Which one? That was blonde the pretty chick. blonde chick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she hasn't she hasn't been in much. I looked her up before while I was watching it. And she hasn't really been in a lot of stuff, but yeah, we should probably we probably should have figured that out before. Well, we the sat movie's down. back from 2010, so it's a good four years old right now. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it kind of looked at it and then went on to something else in the, in the instant queue. Went to something else, saw it again, went to, and then I saw it again. Well, but then you something. mentioned it, and I said, okay, let's do it. I've heard like a couple years ago, I heard a couple podcasts talking about how it was pretty original and. And well written. I related was, a lot to like. Good. It's just a little movie, but it's a cool little. Movie. It throws oh, it the it, like it throws the stereotype pretty well about like horror movies, a lot yeah. like Cabin in the Woods did, which I, I think you awesome. guys, you guys, you know what? That's my next assignment for you guys. You have to watch Cabin in the Woods. And who's the director? Uh, I don't remember the director, but I know Joss Whedon had something to do with it. Okay, that's why I was he. Thinking. I think he wrote it or produced it. Yeah. What is that like? Another comedy? It's a horror. It's you, not dude, a comedy. All I have to say is, watch it. The spin is better than M Night Shyamalan. I, I actually uh, know the twist, but I won't ruin it. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You guys want to rate? You want to rate Tucker and well, Dale? I want to say oh, a couple sorry, more things about Tucker and Dale. Like, <laughs> like go ahead. the best part, like the part that caught my eyes. I didn't write much down about this one, but I like, didn't write anything. Two things I wrote down. <laughs> a couple of moments that I thought were awesome were. Where the scene, I was like, where he gets like fucking like bitten by the bees and then he comes in the house and he's like, he fucking like goes in the cooler, cracks open a beer and then pours the beer all over his face to like cool down the, the, the wound. Alice Judica is pouring beers on every wound he exactly. has. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. When he gets his fingers chopped off, he pours fucking beers on his fingers. Well, what he's else are you going to do? He's in there screaming and like the lovable dude, fat guy yeah. with the beard is like, would you like me to come over there and pull up the stingers? He's like, yes, sir, I think I would like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> and then they're sitting down at the table fucking, like, like it was funny because she's like, oh, I want to be a psychiatrist and help people. And then the two of them sit down at the table to talk about what happened. And they both don't even tell their side of the story. No. It makes no fucking sense. She's like, oh, we're making such great progress. And, and then they're like, oh, you want some tea? And he's like, oh, I'd love some tea. And then they're like, so I can't have chamomile, though. It'll mess with my, mess I, with my I I really did laugh when he said that. I was that like, was oh, funny. that was the bitch moment for that kid. And it's like, everybody dies in that movie in some fucked up way. Like, the girl that took the fucking weed macro to the face, and he's like, he's like, damn, girl, watch you duck. <laughs> yeah, so... I really need to... I really... I, I'm from, from this from this show going forward, I'm going to start doing a spoil, uh, a uh, advisory uh, with my with considering explicit language and possible movie spoilers, because... So just I'm gonna probably throw that. I'll probably record that ahead of time, and get that in there so people know ahead of time. Because we don't want to be like those people that get all pissed off when Dan Patrick fucking dropped a spoiler alert that at the end of Breaking Bad, even though you probably knew he was gonna. Okay, so now I don't have to watch the rest of that. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, he does. I didn't know that. God damn it, Joe. He's a meth dealer. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch the show. Wait, so now oh, we sucks. can't. So we can't give the ending to a movie that was that's four years. We old. are. Well, I'm gonna do a spoiler alert. I'm gonna do yeah, a spoiler. Every episode's a spoiler alert. Exactly. We're the only ones listening. So guys, watch the movie, so who well, once we go back on iTunes and Stitcher, we exactly. will have we'll have viewers yeah. again. 
It's just it's and, just and, one of those things. Don't listen to me being cynical, by the way. Like people that have podcasts that had thousands of listeners at the beginning said the same thing. Dude, so. you're a cynical bastard. That's I am. It kind of happens. Here's the thing. Well, Tucker and Dale. Definitely. All right. Here's the thing. Like, we pick weird movies that are really old. I don't know why you guys ended them. up letting me. You both were like, okay, when I picked movies. Because because I because it's. Fucking, I was tired of looking at Mark. Joey's Joey's <laughs> Joey's suggestions were pretty fucking because terrible. It's, this dude, because it's Netflix and Netflix has crappy movie streaming all the time. <laughs> They have like maybe four or five really good movies that everybody wants by to see. By the way, this episode brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> Is it really? That'd be awesome. No. All right, so here's the thing. I liked it. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it four stars because I thought it was I thought it was funny. Ooh. It was kind of stupid, but it was very clever. Is that your first four stars? I don't know. <laughs> I give I give Winter Soldier four stars. Um, that was great. Yo, what up? You gave it four stars? I did. I thought it was really good. Sweet. I thought it was hilarious. Well, I like my suggestion. It was then. it was totally fucked up and wrong and just, you know, against everything that I that I stand for in a movie, but I thought it was I thought it was it was just clever. Eighty eight very yeah. clever way to put it. It's a simple uh, it's a simple eighty eight minutes. You're yeah. in and you're out. I you know, I could relate with some of the characters. I could feel like, you know, you're like you felt for them, you know, you had the hot chick in it, you had the two lovable guys in it that are just trying to trying to trying to build a cabin. They together. were as sweet as hell. Right? It was yeah. just it was just whatever. It was good. Your uh, your thoughts, Shane, your final thoughts on this movie. Um I like it. Alan Tudyk can't do wrong. Um Nothing wrong with that. I love him. And uh, yeah, I give it about three stars. I would say it's a good, it's a good movie. It's it's funny. I like it. It Has people. I like it. Everybody's pretty um, approachable and likable. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a simple movie. The best part was. I mean, it's the only part that really puts it over the top is the fact that kids are getting impaled, thrown into wood chippers, set on fire, things like that. Aside from that, and a little joint smoking, it's a it's a it's it's a it's a family movie. You know, the best part about it. Yeah, the family movie that has all gore for no reason. Yeah, but the. No, but like the best part about it though, so I'm watching this movie about like 40, 45, 40, 45 minutes into it last night or the night before, or whatever. And my wife comes home from work and she's like, What are you watching? I'm like, Watch this movie for the podcast. Mark's right? wearing uh, her work uniform. That's right, Mark was already done masturbating. And uh, so she's like, What are you watching? I'm like, This movie, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's sitting down there and she's watching it and she's like, this is fucking stupid. And I was like, what do you mean? And I'm cracking up. I'm giggling. Like I got a fucking huge here. problem with that. When so, a woman or somebody walks in, when you're sitting down and you're watching something and they come in halfway through and five minutes later, they're like, this is fucking stupid. You didn't start watching this from the beginning. So why don't you keep your stupid fucking comments to yourself <laughs> and go watch the Avon channel in the other room. Okay. I, I would just like to say that we only have one TV. So. Since her and her husband have taken me under their wings since I've been back, I have nothing wrong to say with about her. She's a very pleasant person. Is she sponsoring you or something? She's sponsoring my recovery. Why do you keep taking the microphone? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel like I need to. All right. Oh, by the way, so everybody that's listening out there, I spent about an hour and a half last night going to three fucking different stores to buy three uh, an extra microphone. And and uh, CEO Corso over there is saying... <laughs> That CEO. this shit doesn't work, and he doesn't even use it, and I wasted thirty bucks that I don't have. You didn't waste it. It's just it's in it's in progress. I thought the program, I thought it would work. The idea didn't work. It will later on. And you had to. And I told you to go to one store. I said Radio Shack. <laughs> I didn't say Radio Shack slash Target. No, slash. I, went, <laughs> I went to Target, and then because I had to get other stuff anyway, and they they didn't have it. So then I was like, oh okay, I'll go to Best Buy, because I didn't know where Radio Shack was. Long I said South short, Willow Street. I wasted a lot of time for no reason. But, uh, yeah. I what would you have spent that time doing? Um, sitting at home, 
looking at the web pages that I hope are cleared off my history before you're using my computer randomly. That's okay. Your asking. internet doesn't even work anyways. If you okay. clear it, you'd be all set. The internet doesn't work because you gave it to me. Hmm? You internet. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, thanks. <laughs> anyways, I, I thought. So we're so we're, we go we'll go with Tucker. I, I was we're gross. Good. I, 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 I laughed. I was grossed out, and I was kind of like, right. just whatever. So we were, stuff, so yeah. Tucker and Dale versus Evil rated R. We recommend it. It's definitely rated R. Uh, two three stars. Now three stars on this side. I said two three stars. Three stars. Mark gives it a four. All right, here we go. What do you got? Oh, totally three stars. Okay. I enjoyed the. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was like. I guess I'm not going to use the word cute. That's what you des- That's what you describe a Vince Vaughn movie. Um, but it was in a way, though. It was yeah, cute. it was cute. You know, when the kid got impaled, I, I knew the the wood chipper was going to be put into play. So I did. <laughs> I liked. Right? I liked that. So that was and it was you know, ridiculous. it had a, it had a really happy ending, and the dog didn't get killed. That's all that matters. That was important. Yes. Yes. If a dog gets killed, it shuts me right off. Next movie uh, came out in 2012, uh, directed by Jay Baruchel or written by Jay Baruchel. Oh, was it really? That's awesome. Goon, starring uh, Allison Pill. Sean William Scott, my boy, Lee Schreiber. Uh, and Which one's Lee Schreiber? Is he? Lee uh, Schreiber is the, 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 the fighter. He was the, the goon, fighter. Right? Yeah, okay. he was the original goon. Okay, right he was uh, in X, He was in X-Men Origins Wolverine. He was For Sabretooth. For some reason, I was thinking Leaf Garrett when you guys said Lee Schreiber. <laughs> no, I meant Scott Stapp. Um, so as far as this movie, it's basically it's about a it's about a bouncer. I love it. The, my favorite thing on the podcast is Mark trying to whisper "stop" to me all the time. Yeah, because I can't. I, oh, I mean, so that chick in the movie that you just announced, well, she was in Scott Pilgrim versus. Yeah, she yes, was she's also in a movie called Snowpiercer, which we'll talk about later. Anyways, let's get the goon. Why are we Go- going to talk about? It? We haven't seen it. Won't you? Just shut up and listen. Is it All on right. Netflix streaming? It's going to be on your face if you don't shut the fuck up. Is it streaming <laughs> on Netflix? No, it hasn't even come out yet. Chris Evans? Yes. All right. The movie Goon, the main main star is... Can I just say something about Goon real oh, quick before you Jesus get Jesus Christ. I fucking love this movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> two for two. All right. As far as Goon goes, it's Four a, stars. a bouncer played by Sean William Scott uh, in Massachusetts. All right. Has a, has a, he, he belongs to a Jewish family. They don't really approve of his lifestyle. He's basically just a dumb kid with the fists of God. He's got these giant he's ass fists. Bouncer. And he can pretty much punch the shit out of everybody. But he's the nicest guy in the world. Um, he goes to, he goes to, uh, his, I think he has to his close friend, that. his close friend, Jay Barichell, he goes to his friend's house. They both go to a hockey game. Uh, so a heckling situation from Jay Barichell brings a hockey player into the crowd. The next thing you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's Sean William Scott's character is hitting somebody and then headbutting him in the face. Guys, the part, brutally, and brutally it just turns into a scene where it's all about Sean William Scott playing a goon on a minor league hockey Doug. team. Yeah, meet and it, he's, he's Doug the Thug. Doug the Thug, <laughs> glatt. And it is it, it is um it is an explicit movie. It's it's violence is beautiful. But I want to hear your guys' take on it as far as because I've seen it a couple times. So Mark, let's start with you. Just throw it out because awesome. I because I, you went into very, some very good detail when you talked about the movie Adore. So I want to hear what you have to say about this movie. Well, Adore pissed me off, yeah. and I really got into being pissed off about it. This movie didn't piss me off, but I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was um, heartwarming, as Shane likes to use the word. Uh, you felt for this guy. I mean, he was kind of like stupid, but like he was always, I'm stupid, but. 
He always did, tried to do the right thing, and he was always about helping people no matter how they treated him, which I thought was really nuts. He really wanted nice. to belong to something. He wanted to belong to something because his brother was a doctor, his dad was a doctor. You know, everybody is this fucking thing. And he, he becomes a hockey player, which is cool, and basically he's, just, he's a hired gun to beat the shit out of some guys and protect this one guy. But the cast of characters in this movie was awesome. The, the head coach of the team was freaking hysterical. Hmm. Like, the guy's not in much, but I think the biggest thing he's been in was, like, Son of Anarchies. Or son of sons of anarchy, mm-hmm. um, but he was hilarious in the movie. This uh, was it was a pretty wild ride as far I as mean, all the characters, including the minor league hockey team with all the characters. You had like the Swedish, you had the, like the oh, Swedish, yeah, the, the Swedish the, players, the, the two gay guys that were always right. like, hey, yeah, fuck you. You had the hockey, you had the you had the goalie who who was just absolutely out of his mind. You had like the old ass player who was like fifty years old who had like. Like no family, no voice. He just—he was just completely burnt out. All he had was hockey. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then in the midst of it, you have a uh, suspended player from another team, played by Lee Schreiber, Schreiber, who is currently suspended for beating the shit out of somebody. He's, he's no, like he, the most famous uh, goon. goon. In yeah, dude, he just like took a hockey stick to somebody's head on a yeah. fucking fast break play. It was yeah. ridiculous. It is bloody. <laughs> and it's, it's the, the violence is that, enjoyable though. That's one thing that made me laugh too is the similarities between the two movies oh that we watched, where there was basically a whole bunch of blood mixed in with all comedy, but Could I, really gory. Go ahead. I just want to say this: it, when I was watching this movie, I was like, they said they said fuck a lot, all right. And I was <laughs> hey, like, hey, I'm Brody, eh? Right. They said fuck a lot in this movie, and I just looked it up here. 263 times the word fuck was used in this movie. Right. That's like every diehard right. combined. No, but that's like, I was well, like it stuck out because they said that three. word. The first three. They said it a ton in the movie. I thought it was hilarious. They, they just used it not one time did it get old. All right? So I just wanted to say that. All right. Shane, your thoughts on Goon? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was funny. Five uses, seven uses of the word dick. Okay, great. Well, I thought it was funny, and uh, the, the characters, like you guys said, were, were pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. It reminded me of Slapshot a lot, where you have a bunch of like kind of crazy characters. Um, the two Good point. I'll bring that up in a minute. There are a lot of funny uh, accents also. You had the uh, Russians. You had a uh, whole shit ton of Canadians. Well, the goalie was hilarious. And that then Jay Burchell's trying to do a uh, Irish uh, Boston. Boston. <laughs> Oh my god, was he a oh show? My god. What, did he just not steal the fucking show? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. His he just everything out of his mouth. He Jay Barrichell is his friend who runs a who runs like a a, a TV show or a public something on public it's, like a, yeah, it's on public television. It's called Hot Ice. Hot Ice. And what? every and everything out of his mouth is either is either a Pat. dick is either a dick joke or an F bomb. And he's just absolutely animated to the point of insanity. He's so he's so goddamn hilarious. Did you notice that during his uh during his radio or TV show, the guy that was watching the screen that was like the editor? Both of them. Was it both? Did you notice they were the guys from Trailer John Park Paul Boys? Tremblay. Yeah. Okay. It was John Paul. Yeah, the guys from the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. John Paul Tremblay and the other dude. I cannot freaking remember his name. That's right. okay, but Trailer Park Boys is. Fucking they were in there. Hilarious. They made a quick cameo. Yeah. They're laughing in the background. I love that like a couple movie. of yeah. assholes. Those guys, I love. I've watched all seven seasons of Have Trailer Park Boys. All? I only watched all the them. They're season. all the great. Have you seen Trailer Park Boys? Yeah. No. I love it. You, Eugene Levy. That's that's all. That's that was all the first time also <laughs> that I that I didn't like Eugene Levy in a movie. Why not? His character. He was a fucking dick, yeah. He was a dick. Okay, so what were you saying, though? I'm sorry, you were talking about um, the show and I cut you off. 
No, 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 no. You're, you're perfectly fine. You, you, we, you, yeah. Eugene Levy was uh, played Doug Glatt's Jewish father, who didn't approve of him becoming a hockey goon. Then we talked about the cameo by John Paul Tremblay and the cast of um, Trailer Park Boys. Yep. You you mentioned Slapshot. I tried to watch Slapshot because I do enjoy the classics. I do feel some of them are starting to age. Uh, Caddyshack for me has yet to age. Uh, Trading Places sadly is starting to age a little bit, but that is one of the greatest yes, comedies of all yes, time. Fuck you too. Slapshot, black and white. Um, no, no. But Slapshot, Slapshot, without a besides a few moments there that uh, were were pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's a funny movie. I think it, for me, it it didn't it didn't pan out as far as what I wanted to see. I was really hoping for something a lot funnier. I wasn't offended by it. I'm not one of those one of those types of people. It just I was like, eh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm for who, for ho- those who appreciate it. I don't have a problem with that. You're a hockey guy. It's your it's, it's your, your it's your go to. Who are the uh, two the the brothers? I don't even remember. Uh, kind of like blue chips for basketball. Is it the Henley brothers? The Hensley brothers? Slapshot. Yeah, there there's two there's like three. The two brothers. brothers who are basically goons. They're massive and they just yeah. knock people out. Well, anyway, um, I can't remember their last name, um, but. It's pretty funny. One of their Hanson. Hanson. They used their real name. They were actually Hanson, and uh, one of their kids played on Notre Dame's hockey team a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So like Hanson, like the band, like the band Hanson. So I'll give my take in a second, but I want to hear your um, your you. First of all, you seem like you guys really enjoyed it. I did. What is your rating on it? Um, I rated it a out of five. Oh, out of five? Oh, man. One out of five. See, now we're four, one, four stars with Tucker and you can go. To, you can go one to five. Oh, was it the last movie out of five? You can do one out of five. Four oh, stars. Okay. Yeah, I have, a, I have a rating system up at PositiveSarcasm.com. It, it tells you, uh, in my opinion, what the, uh, what the movie should Is be. In that last movie, star, then. Each star? Each star has a meaning behind it. So, if we uh, rewind that, then. Three Tucker. means I liked it, and I would recommend you watch it. Tucker four Hill. means it's really good. Three, five means it's it's absolutely fantastic. I would go four, because I really like those sports Yeah, movies. Tucker and Dale, I would have given a four if I would have known yeah. it was out of okay. five. Four yeah. for both. And I, I, I would give you. this four, too. <laughs> I just love sports movies yeah. that are like this. It's great. The, the part that made me laugh the most is, like, when he was dating the girl, the drummer from Scott Pilgrim, and uh, he's yeah. talking to her. He's, like, really not smart at all he was yeah. basically he like just kept repeating you're pretty yeah. you're beautiful He's a fucking idiot. you're pretty okay and then he goes i'm gonna watch you walk up the stairs to make sure you get there okay eve her name was eve she you walks know. she yeah. walks up the two stairs and she's like i'm okay <laughs> yeah and she's in the movie and in while well, in the movie she's dating another guy yeah as far as the there is a romance like there is a romance. That was the one thing that Slapshot didn't have. You didn't. I didn't really care. There didn't have to be a romance in this movie, but there happened to be one, and it was pretty good. Yeah. And Allison Pill, I love her. I love her. Her when she finally realized who she's in love with, when she falls in love with Doug Glass, she's like, "You make me want to stop sleeping with other guys." And he's like, "Oh, that's so beautiful." Well, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "That's a lot the sweetest of other guys, things right? anybody's yeah. ever said." I thought it was. I thought it was a good movie. I was like, "It was a good recommendation." I wish I'd watched it sooner. But like, I, I had it recommended by three different people that have three extremely different tastes in movies. Yes, yes. And so I thought yeah, it was, which was really good. Yeah. Which I've seen a couple movies in the past few years uh, what, like that basically threw me aside. One was Get the Gringo with, with Mel Gibson, which I highly recommend. Goon was also one of the other ones. As far as Goon goes, this is one of the more entertaining movies I've seen in the last five years. This is totally, in my opinion, this is a five-star movie because I absolutely loved it. I love the violence. I love the humor. 
I love the oh, characters, the good and bad characters. I love Lee Schreiber yeah, because I love what he says. When, when, one day, uh, we're gonna you we're gonna meet on the ice, buddy. I, I'm gonna lay you. If there ever comes a time where you and me are gonna bang, know this: you're gonna get laid the fuck out. And then at the end of the movie, those two fight like it's Godzilla. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. You're it's you are looking forward to it, but in the meantime, everything has. Every every scene is so great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I, for, as far as movies go, if you can handle a little blood, you can enjoy the hell out a of this little? movie. So, okay, did anybody else at the end during the big climactic fight was anybody else getting like a little depressed? Like, no. Oh my god, this guy just broke his fucking ankle. He's never gonna no. be able to walk again. I almost threw He's up. Not you can, be able you to can, play you can recover. Next year. No, I almost threw up on his ankle. Bre- you think you're like gonna that. be able to play hockey next year with a broken ankle? I don't know. Well, they're making it. They're that guy's, that guy's career. They're working on a sequel. Dude, it's, it's like it's like his buddy Pat said. He's always had weak ankles. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He had some big fists. And Sean William Scott's not a small well, guy. Well, that was what you guys yeah. said. It, 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 uh, it's, it set it up to kind of, what did you call that? Um, they set something up in the movie. Uh, Lightning Kugel? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they the said it's... shadowing of, of his ankle. He tells the story to yeah. Eva about, how, was about so how he broke his ankle in like three places mm-hmm. when he fell into and the And he's talking to her. He's like, he, trash he, keeps hitting me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and she keeps and laughing. And he ends up breaking that same exact ankle when he's fighting, uh, you know, That's Shea or whatever. Story. We can babble about this movie all Rhea. day, but the fact is, Rhea, is, Shea, is it's Rhea? R-H-E-A. Roy Rhea? Rhea. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, all the characters are wild. It's just a... F- I... I'm upset that this movie didn't get more press than it already did. This was a movie that should have deserved like 20, 30 million in the box office on the first weekend. It was that much fun to watch. Well, look who starred in it, though. You have, you have. You what have do you mean? Leave Schreiber no, and Sean Williams Scott and Alison Pill. Leave Schreiber's in the movie for about 15 minutes total. Who, right. Leave Schreiber? Yeah, 15 minutes total. This guy was in the movie for probably screen time. Uh, but he's a big he's a big star he has a big presence which makes you feel like he's in the movie longer because he's just, he's awesome he's got the handlebar stash he's got the long hair he's a badass you got Sean William Scott fucking Stifler alright that's probably the main reason why I didn't want to watch this movie when it first came out is because I was like oh fucking Stifler I was like who the fuck is this guy you know starring in his own fucking movie I was wrong no but he but was hilarious but also, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play that over he's funny on role models yeah I didn't like I don't, role models that I role model like I loved role models I, I love that when he's playing the little kid uh, kiss and he's like uh, the love gun he's like his love gun's his cock <laughs> <laughs> so we totally got some movies that we just recommended uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil but as far as Goon goes Goon is highly highly recommended um yeah, all three cast members. Absolutely. Here. All three members of this. Anyways, um, this upcoming up and rising podcast. Yeah, up and, <laughs> up and coming rising. You know, it's you like know, dawn of the planet the, of hey, the podcast rising. You know what we need right now? What? We need a little night. promo read right now. All right, we need a little promo read. You know what? Shopping on Amazon is already easy, and so is helping us. Go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. We'll do the other promo later. Um, let's get to a little news. Oh man, I just—I was like, let me check this mic because I because Shane was like, hey, turn that off, and he was trying the third one. So I turned it off, and I just looked. It's on. Thank God. I was. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. No, I can see you guys in the thing. It's I was perfect. Like, if that thing it's, was off, I'd be pissed. No, I can see you. Anyways. 
What's good over here right now? All right, so you guys all French toast. Who hasn't I seen? I love some broken French toast. Who who's seen Gravity? I have not, but I know what happens. Me too. Okay. How about a movie about anti-gravity? Ooh. All right. Let's get to the let's get to the news. Like a movie about how they're. Or well, excuse me. Let's get to the movie it's celebrity a, slash entertainment it's news. A, it's a movie about helium, the anti-gravity. I don't it's a know. Movie about anti. It's a movie about the movie. It's a movie against the movie gravity. It's basically. Ooh. I don't know if this is gonna go. Um, if it's if this movie's gonna go like the way of sci-fi, like Sharknado and Sharktopus versus Giant Vagina, but this one's one. as far as this one goes. It's uh, my favorite movie. Let me see here. Hey, hey, Mark just talked about my Instagram. Oh, he did? Yep. Yeah, good for him. I've been waiting all night. What's that? What's that? <laughs> That's a girl. Okay. Foresight, flo- uh, foresight floats pre-sales on anti-gravity film inversion. Ooh. Ooh, inversion. inversion. Keyword. Mark Damon's foresight, not Matt, Mark Damon's Foresight Unlimited has closed key pre-sales here on a big budget, big budget, so it's not going to be like sci-fi, disaster project inversion based on a script with dazzling concept art. You guys, feel free to look at the concept art and then give me back the uh, give oh, me that back that looks promo. sweet, like explosion. Explosion, yeah, explosion, like Darjeeling. Damon and Foresight President Tamara Bercamo are in final talks with the director in a major U.S. studio and is in place for a, a story of a potentially apocalyptic end of gravity. Oh, that would suck. Uh, deals have closed with so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so, which basically are all uh, all the foreign markets where they would sell the uh, movie to. Further deals have closed in Latin America and as in Asia. Talks are ongoing in Australia, Italy, and Switzerland. It's going to be as good as 2000. A bunch of people wrote the screenplay, and uh, production is set for early 2015. There's a quote. Disaster movies are cyclical, and this is one that is going to be particularly particularly memorable, said Mark Damon. It's a very unique and well-conceived concept. If this movie actually does come to fruition, I am totally going to see it. Um, as far as it goes, you guys mentioned before the podcast about... Some yeah, I know. Herb. You guys were jabbing about earlier about the Batman versus Superman, which I'm still boycotting. However, I'm going to give you some news about it. Can I the ask movie you get- one thing? Yes. Slow down. Go ahead. Okay. Are you boycotting it altogether, as in you're never going to see it, or you're boycotting it the first day, which nobody cares? I'm not going to see it. I'm never going to watch it. Can I ask you a question? Why? Did you, um, did you use the word fruition? What? As in... Fruition. Oh, I thought you said fruition. <laughs> I, I probably said the wrong word. <laughs> Once again, line in Google. I was like, fruition. No, the reason... Okay. What? I'm tired. I'm getting... There's... there's there, there, I'm... Give me a second. Okay. There's a point where these reboots and redoing the storylines, I went through three Dark Knight movies, okay? Which was a reboot of the Batman movies with Michael Keaton. Then I I gave... Can I just say the Dark Knight ones were fucking awesome? Where are they? And then... Dark Knight ones were fucking awesome. They were really, really cool. Then, okay, Brandon Roth went and remade the ones by... Brandon Roth didn't make that. uh, What were the ones? Richard, by... Directed by... Brian Singer, who directs the X Men movies, by who the way. remade the Richard Donner ones. Okay, one, so one after that, the after the Brandon Superman. Roth Superman, one Superman, one Brandon failed, Superman. failed. Zack Snyder came along and decided to reboot the reboot, which was okay. It wasn't. I liked it, and I enjoyed hold the on, hell out hold of on, it. Hold on, hold on. Su- Su- Superman Returns wasn't a reboot. 
It was a continuation. It was a continuation that took place between Superman 2 and Superman 3. So it was kind of like what happened after Superman 2 before Superman 3. It was kind of a continuation and plopped in the middle, which failed epically. So Man of Steel was a reboot. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. And it was an excellent reboot. I thought they did a very good job uh, in recreating some, you know, getting better emotion out of it, making Superman more, well, at least emotionally human. Jacked. Yeah, but the fact that now they're going to reboot the Batman series and with and they had opportunities, several opportunities, to take the storyline, even though it's Frank Miller's storyline, they had plenty of opportunities, and it would have been so easy to just put either A, uh, Christian Bale in the mix, or Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but instead they're just going to say, all right, you know what, these three, these three huge blockbusters don't even exist anymore. We're just going to completely reboot the whole fucking storyline, and we're going to bring along Ben Affleck, all right, can Mr. I, Southie. Can I say one thing, too, though? You know what, don't. dude? Because when it comes to it, this is my money, and, it, when, and I, I'm, I have better movies bro, to spend it on. Bro, you waste a lot of money on a lot of terrible movies that you have to see in IMAX when you don't have to. But that's the second one. Okay, Eraser. So why, first of all, you both need to open your beer. Second of all, why do they always have don't they always reboot the comics though too? Like how many fucking times is Batman and okay. Superman reboot? When it's done Might wrong, well do it in the when it's too? done wrong, yeah, but it, it, great, great point. And I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna right, let, go me, ahead, let go me interject ahead. here. All right, now let's go back to I don't know last summer, and when Ben Affleck not that was worst summer. My when life. Ben Affleck was announced as Batman, and I worse than the other one. Oh, way worse. All right. Can I talk here? Yeah, oh, we're talking to Batman here. So when Ben Affleck was announced as Batman, and I literally like almost gouged my eyes out with my pen because I was like, fucking Ben Affleck, really? But I'm not supporting Ben Affleck as Batman, but I'm going to support Zack Snyder in his, in his attempt to make this movie where along the lines is, yes, we had Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale make three what we are perceiving as really great Batman movies, okay? Technically, I, I mean, yeah, they're fucking awesome, but, like, Batman in those movies is, like, you know, he's got, you know, his voice and shit. Everybody makes fun of it. So, anyway, but here's the thing. This whole new Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice thing is that they're introducing Superman into the world as a new superhero and Batman has already done his thing. This literally takes place like 10 to 15 years probably after Batman has been Batman and doing his shit for a while and, and, and fucking up bad guys. So okay. I understand where they're going with it and why they don't want to bring in a new Bat. Why they don't want to bring in like Batman as right now like just kicking Bane's ass Batman. I don't like that Ben Affleck is Batman, but I understand where they're going and how they're going to say, okay, Superman is here. What do all the other superheroes have to say about it? On this movie, Batman obviously does not like the fact that someone else is in town or in the area, you know, on his turf, fucking up bad guys like he was doing for such a long time, even though he's been retired for like 10 years or something like that, whatever it may be. So they're going to bring Batman in as his older guy, and they're kind of booting this up as this is a Superman movie. And I was reading, just because it says Batman, it's, Batman's going to initiate the, the, the fighting between the two of them, and ultimately, you know, as everybody thinks, is they're going to come together. 
and fight the bad guy together. But they're going to introduce Wonder Woman. She might not be a main player, but she's going to be introduced as a character, setting it up for a Justice League movie down the line. Same thing with Cyborg. They're going to introduce him, probably not as his actual comic book hero self, as the guy before that. But they're going to introduce some of these guys because they're trying to set it up for a Justice League movie. And I don't care. Corso. And that's why they're calling it Dawn of Justice because it is setting right, up for the Justice right. League setup. And I know you hate it, but let me just finish real quick. I've been waiting for a long time. I love DC. I want to see some shit happen. They, I, I was mad because why don't they just do it like Marvel? Why don't they bring Christian Bale into this? Why don't they just follow Marvel? They can't really just copy Marvel. They kind of have to bring it in their like, I want to see where it develops. I'm, gonna, I, I'm excited about this movie. I don't like Ben Affleck as Batman, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that go and see how they do the rest of it. Can I ask you guys a question? I have a headache right now. Okay. I think it was just talking too loud and fast. Right so now. do you guys... Okay, so I'm a complete outsider on comics, right? That's, like, that's, it's needed. I, I was Earlier I was looking at getting the um, death and rise of uh, Superman just because I remember uh, it as yeah, a kid right, and right, I was right. always curious about it. I have those. Don't buy them. Oh, really? Can I borrow them? Yeah, I have it at home. Sick. Okay, so anyway. Um, is it me or do the... Superman, Wonder Woman, that sort of thing. Yep. Do they just not translate today? Don't they just seem kind of corny? The thing is, and is Captain America could have been corny too. So, like, I don't know why it works for them and it doesn't work for. Okay. But Superman and Wonder Woman and all that stuff just seems kind of just like, well, gee golly, we're Superman. Right. What you're saying is this: is, is Captain America? I was skeptical about the first movie. I didn't really like it. I watched it again. It was I good it was though. Okay. Yeah. The second movie was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was they, good. They 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 grittalized. I didn't it. see it. Never. Mind. As you would say, you bring in grit. Yeah. And, and, and you have a good movie. Yeah. You grit it down. You make, you it, make it real. real. You yeah. make it like Cheers. this. This could actually fucking happen, and we could actually have real superheroes. Now, I understand what you're saying about Superman. Superman. He wears a fucking bright blue costume with red underwear. Who's going to believe that shit? Yeah. Nobody. You bring it down to a darker blue, a darker red, no red underwear, and you make them, and, and you don't bring, you don't introduce the kryptonite thing as much as, as the other ones have done. That right? last movie wasn't bad. Right. And the thing is, is oh, Superman is fucking Superman. He's a fucking alien. He cannot, no mortal human can match up to him. Yeah. Strength-wise. Wit-wise, that's where the little Batman's going to come into play. But, Superman has to fight aliens. Nobody can compete with him but aliens. Wonder Woman, the exact same thing. She has the bright costume on. Yeah. You know, she's an Amazon. She's got super fucking power. She's got an invisible fucking plane. Mm-hmm. She's got a fucking whip that makes you tell the truth, right? Does she have a lasso? She's most a women, lasso, ha- most women have that. She's got a lasso. She's got those fucking, like, those wrist things. That yeah. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, she is a fucking goddess. She's like, she is like an immortal. Who the hell can compete with that? Nobody. That's why DC is suffering and, and struggling because their superheroes are too strong. Like, too they strong, don't have a weak side. Right. Too strong. They don't have a lot of weaknesses. DC, you have real people. You have Bruce Banner, who's a real guy. You have Iron Man, who's in a suit. You have... Uh, What's Hulk and all them? Black Widow. That's Marvel. You have Marvel. Black Widow, who's just a regular lady. You have the Arrow guy. Yeah, she's a regular lady, guy. all right. But she can kick some ass, but she's not immortal. So, y'all, so Marvel is the same as Batman? No. Marvel DC, is... You have DC Comics, who, own, who owns the rights to uh, Batman and owns the rights to okay. Superman. Marvel owns the rights to the entire X-Men universe and the entire Avengers universe. So how about Superman? What's Superman? DC. He's DC Comics. So Listen. DC is the one that's left out. out of the, So there's three. 
DC's left out because they're doing shit. The no, 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 no. No, DC, DC is DC is this Batman, Superman, Green Lantern. Oh, DC is Wonder, Batman. Wonder Woman. So why can't they get the fucking Superman right? The last Superman was okay, but why can't they get the fucking Superman right? Because Superman is a tough thing. Because if you look at Superman in the years past, they started out the TV show Black and White. It's like almost like the guy that's played Superman's kind of been cursed throughout the years. All of those Superman have died in some weird, strange way, or their careers have plummeted. Okay, or they fall off a horse. But the thing is, Christopher Reeves. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That's not a high. It's terrible. Christopher Reeves was a great bat. Was a great Superman. No, he was a good guy. He yeah. is. Was that old, his kryptonite? A, a green. A green super, horse. He is a Superman that I know. And hey, that Chris, that horse is green. You might want to. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> he made fucking four movies of Superman. He was like, he was Superman. Like that's what you stack up against. And then you bring Brandon Roth into it to play Superman. He did a good job at trying to emulate Christopher Reeves' like you know persona and in his tone and his voice and his and his mannerisms and things like that. He did a great job like that. You bring in Henry Cavill, basically did a whole just rebooted it. He's a totally different Superman. They played it out differently. Mm-hmm. Like Lois Lane knows who knows Clark Kent and Superman right off the bat. Because that was like silly. Uh, but let's get to they, the, they, they, they they dumbed it down. Let's summarize this to let's, a point. Let's get to the point that everybody cares about. Please. Smallville the girl that played Lana Lane was really pretty. She had huge titties too. She had double E. What was her? Uh, I don't know about Lana. That. Lana. Who played Lana? Remember she was on the Neutrogena commercials back in the day. Anyways, uh, her, she's pretty. Uh, Superman, Batman, uh, Dawn of Justice is a title. To, she tried to go. Movie. And that should be coming out in 2016, I believe. Okay, so be a hater. What were you saying? That was it. I was just gonna talk. I was actually just gonna talk about the uh, title. Oh, let's talk about this a little bit more. Hold on. Well, why not? What's, what's the problem? Because I want to get to the there next is. couple titles. Uh, Kristen Kruick is who you're. Lana Lang. Damn. Okay. Sp- I wanna, but I do want to stay in the superhero universe for a real quick second. I want to talk about James McAvoy, uh, who is in Wanted. Oh, hold on real quick. Yep. Kristen Kruick, Lana Lang, mm-hmm. right? Sounds a lot like Lois Lane. She was also in... Uh, it's cause she's what was that movie? Cousin. She was like the fucking... Ninja chick, remember that movie? You better. Was it Double Dragon or was it Mortal? Based out of Mortal Kombat. Kombat? Mortal Kombat. What, Sonya Blade? Yeah. Was she Sonya Blade in the movie? Did she play in that? I don't know. I I, IMDb right now. Yeah. Anyways, let me read this next two story. All right. BFFs James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender brought BB guns to the X Men set. That's a good idea. As you might have guessed from their latest appearance on the Graham Norton show, X Men stars Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy are quite chummy in real life too. Over a few rounds of beer with details, the duo recalled some of their on-set shenanigans. Typical Brits. Oh, those Brits are silly. Specifically, the mates are particularly proud of the off-camera hobby that they picked up alongside their X-Men, Days of Future Past cast. After deciding that they would, st- they would still sweat but not cry for the latest film, we stressed, quote, we stressed a lot over First Class, which opens this weekend. McAvoy admits the two went out and bought 12 BB guns, promptly launching an ongoing war for about two months on the set. McAvoy explains, every time you stepped outside of your trailer, you were pretty much guaranteed that if you weren't careful, you were going to get hit in the face and probably get your skin broken as well. But there was a time where Michael was in his trailer and me and Jennifer Lawrence were were trying to kick the door in, trying to get in through the skylight. So, yeah. This second movie was a lot more chilled out than the first one, big time, massively. He also called a good friend, their good friend Lawrence a demon, quote, a demon, period. She can throw a punch. 
She's got a good shot. She can drink. She's proper. I like that girl, McAvoy said, like everyone else. So apparently those, those three were on set shooting each other with light projectiles. And you know what? That's awesome. That makes for a good... And you know what? No wonder Rotten Tomatoes is giving this movie a, a huge thumbs up because the cast shows they were having fun. Jennifer Lawrence... Did that boy bang her? I don't know. So you know how everybody thinks she's hot or whatever? She's attractive, whatever. She's dating somebody else on the X-Men cast, I believe. I think she's fucking hilarious. Did you guys guys see what she said on uh, Seth Meyers last night? She was throwing up about something. She threw up up in front of uh, Miley Cyrus, and Miley Cyrus is like, dude, get it together. Yeah, like she was throwing up at this after Oscar party or whatever. She was drinking too much? Yeah, she drank too much because her friend went with her and was like egging her on drinking. And so she starts... How old is she? She's like 20. Early 20. She's old yeah. enough to drink. Yeah. So anyway, she's throwing up and she turns around and sees Miley Cyrus. And Miley Cyrus is like, get it together, girl. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking funny. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is hilarious. Next news story. Let's. Oh, let's, can we give credit to the authors of these stories that you're reading? I should probably do that verbatim? sometime. Okay. Can we take a break real quick? We certainly can because I have a pause button. Can I'll be right back with another promo and we'll talk about The Expendables 3. I'm waiting on night. This episode of Idiots Already in Progress is brought to you by Our City Go-Go. If you're looking for the, the latest independent artists, entertainers, and idiots, simply select the city closest to you at ourcitygogo.com. With new content and community events at the forefront, it's the easiest way to find out what's happening in your area. Don't stay home. Be in the know with Our City Go-Go. Visit Our City Go-Go for more information. Okay. Dude, I was just thinking about this setup that we have going on here for like maybe like maybe it's, it's classic. Maybe maybe some listeners other than ourselves, but like forget like fifteen fifteen years ago. Stop, stop. Like fifteen years ago, there's no way, there's no way this would be this easy. You know what I mean? Like I know. Like I tried making a podcast with a couple of my buddies like ten years ago, and it was like, and it never happened. This is cool, isn't it? This is hilarious. I mean, we do Monday we could go to the beach and we could sit at Fort Foster and bang out another podcast. But we'll talk about that later. Anyways, uh, the Expendables 3 stars Tank Ride stops traffic. Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mel Gibson, Harrison Ford, Jason Statham, Jason Statham, Wesley Snipes, Dolph Lundgren, Kelsey Grammer, and Antonio Banderas Wesley Snipes, fresh out of jail. promote the film on the way to a press conference. The Expendables 3 stars, so-and-sos, stopped traffic late Sunday as they arrived on tanks or APCs, Armored Personal Characters, for a press conference at the Carlton Hotel. The promotional stunt with two tanks also included Kellen Lutz, Victor Ortiz, who is a uh, boxer. Oh, hang on. Kellen Lutz? Yes. I've never fucking heard of him. Twilight? Glenn Powell, Randy Couture, (laughs) Ronda Rousey. The armored vehicles went down to the, the beach promenade toward the west and turned around at the casino and stopped in front of the Carlton. Oh. One tank carried so-and-so and so-and-so, and the other ones carried the other guys. Wait, the stars wait, uh, Stallone, Gibson, sporting a massive beard, Statham, Snipes, and Ford, among others. The other tank had Schwarzenegger, Grammer, Banderas, and others. The stars waved to the fans, with some also taking pictures while sitting on the tanks. In front of the Carlton, they stood up on the top of the tanks and posed at one point, putting their arms around each other's shoulders. The stars hugged each other and slapped each other on the shoulders before they got off the tanks. That's actually pretty cool. It's pretty you awesome sh- when they started sucking each other's dick. 
You know what I gotta do is like I gotta see this X Men Days of Future Past or whatever the Um, I'll get to the next one real quick. Sci-Fi Channel acquires U.S. basic cable rights to Star's Spartacus. How the hell that are they gonna show good. that? I re- okay. As as far as I go, I'm gonna break this one down really quick. If you've any of you have seen Spartacus of Blood and Sand, there is a lot of graphic nudity. There is a lot of extreme violence, uh, more so than 300. So I don't know how they're gonna put this on the Sci-Fi Channel, but best of luck to them as far as that goes. Indicated on the Sci-Fi. I don't know how they're gonna do it. You mean CT? Yeah. Did you see that they're trying to make uh, Django Unchained a miniseries on cable? Yes. How the fuck could that happen? I have no idea. Anyways. Birthday game, gentlemen. Birthday can, game. Can we? Wait, wait, I'm not ready for birthday game. Yeah, you you're never time. ready. Well, actually, he's. You're usually ready. He isn't. No. Let's talk about Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> nice fucking catch, Hayes. <laughs> okay. No, nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever fucking do it again. <laughs> okay, so can I um, go through my wait, recap? I thought we didn't have any high-priced talent. <laughs> Forget <laughs> about doors on the He's only high price. Okay. Oh, okay, Shane, recap. Okay. Recap from last week. I went to um uh, Fall River, Mass, wherever the fuck that is. By the way, I don't know where the hell I Fall was. River, Massachusetts. Apparently you it's right by Rhode Island. Off to Hayes Carl, so. uh, no. Okay. So anyway. I went and saw a Hayes Carl in concert. Hayes Carl's great. Nobody's listening, nobody's gonna look him up. That's okay. He should be famous, and he's better than every country star out there. I don't understand why he isn't famous. So we pull up. I don't know where I am, and I didn't know if I was at the right concert or not, right, because it's in, like, a uh, old mill building. And so I'm turning around the corner. I'm like, I don't know if this is where we're supposed to be. And I look, and Hayes Carl's sitting there on the sidewalk smoking a cigarette, talking to some dude. And I'm like, huh, that's fucking Hayes Carl. And, like, to me, that's like Paul McCartney sitting on the sidewalk, right? That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So I was like, oh, fuck, okay. So we park, and then we uh, we walk over to this bar next to us, and Hayes Carl and his manager out in the parking lot smoking cigarettes and talking. So we go inside the, 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 rest, the bar, right? And it's like the seediest bar I've ever seen in my life. I'm so glad it wasn't there late at night. And there was this uh, waitress there with, like, 80s curled hair, like, talking about fucking war and shit, like, to me. <laughs> But what video was on when I first get in there? It's pop-up video talking about oh my the God. Uh, Metallica song. La, da, 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 da. <laughs> and we had just gotten done talking about that on the podcast. The Memory rema- Remains. Yeah. So Memory Remains is on there. And uh, they're talking about how the girl that is singing the La 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 La's was, uh, used to date Mick Jagger back in the 60s. So I was like, I know I knew that from somewhere. So anyway, um, we were watching that, talking to this 80s, this chick about um, 80s music because she was all alive back then. Hayes Carl's out in the parking lot. And then uh, Major League comes on afterwards, and I made everybody watch Major League in the bar, and it was hilarious. So we go to the concert. It's a great movie. It is pretty funny. It was so good. And uh, who's this fucking guy? Who's this fucking guy? So we go to the concert, and uh, this girl <laughs> named Carolyn Rose opened up for him. Mm. And One of the greatest lines ever. If anybody is actually listening to this podcast, she was really sweet. She like genuinely seemed excited that people were receiving her so well. And she stopped after one song and was like, I usually, you know, I perform all the time and live out of my van, but like I actually started crying during that last <laughs> song because everybody was being so nice. And it was a cool venue. 
And Hayes Carl comes on and puts on a great show like always. He's funny <clears throat> as hell in between his songs. He plays like one slow song that's serious into another song that's fucking hilarious into a slow song that's serious. And uh, at one point, there were these two fat Massachusetts dudes who were there together wearing their fucking New Balance white sneakers with their like like their uh, knee high white socks together and their tucked in polos and their fucking huge beer bellies. And like they kept putting their hand in the air. And at one point, they played the song and they started like pushing each other because you could tell it was their jam. And one of the guys got up and started dancing. That's like when a drunk girl's at a party and she's like, this song's about me. This is totally about yeah. me. This is my song. This is my so, life. So he gets up and he starts dancing and it's totally like the fucking Bushwhackers. Remember the WWF Bushwhackers? He starts doing the Bushwhacker dance through the aisle. And it was really awkward. Um, long story short, great show. People should listen to him. Nobody's going to. Joey's reading while I'm talking. It's okay. Give him a plug. Give him another plug. Hayes Carl is one of the best songwriters of our generation. Where can you find him? Uh, HayesCarl.com, YouTube, Rhapsody, Rhapsody. He's fucking great. Can guys. you find him on Twitter? You can, you can find him on Twitter. And he's just amazing, and I love him. Awesome. Yeah. Good Mark, time. any quick recaps? You want to have this too. You watch Ma- Major League 30, the sec- for the 30 no, second I time? I didn't watch Major League, but I love that. Alright. You uh, may hit my you may run like maze, but you hit like shit. We could. I'm trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. I say fuck you, Joe Boo, I'll do it myself. Uh, <laughs> the best line in that movie though. You got the best line is he's like he's like it's like what's that shit on your chest? <laughs> <laughs> Crisco, Barnall, Vagisil. Vagisil. Any two or three, any one of them give you two or three extra drops on your curveball. <laughs> like, I ain't going like you, son. I ain't got to put anything on it I can. <laughs> Someday <laughs> you will, too. So he just looks at him like he's like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? We that were fleas and gas in this level, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I do want to say a, a quick happy birthday to uh, Jewel and Drew Carey. Jewel. I saw Ooh. Jewel in concert back in 97. That's so, and some guy was sitting in the back room going, should, fucking Metallica! Like the whole time, he's like, fucking Metallica! <laughs> uh, all right, first name, you guys ready? Birthday game. We gotta have an intro. All right. I'll, I'll come up with something. Anyways. Okay, hang on. Or some shit. There you go. I'll be sure to bum, dump bum, that. Bum. I'll dump that whole section. Can we just go, can I go, bum, 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 when I want to beep in? I don't want to say my fucking name. It's annoying. You can just, I'll just go, bum, 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 and you'll be like, Mark. Can I also point out that I, over the last few weeks of me starting, you guys had nicknames and wanted to say your names, and I just said yeah, your name so many times. No, when you, when you make it big, you don't want to hide it, so it's all good. I'll be sure to dump that whole 30 seconds out. Bum, anyway, bum, bum. no, and you're going to say your name. Waiting all night. You're saying your fucking name or you're waiting not getting the night. points. Can I say waiting all night? <laughs> we need to have this, this podcast somewhat coherent. <laughs> all right, so guys, stick with your names. Your mothers gave them to you, whether they loved you or not. All right. I don't think my mom named me. But hey, okay. Shane. All right. Shane Tuesday at work. What up? All right, all right. Here's the first one. <laughs> Monday morning. Transformers. Shane Shia LaBeouf. Wrong. I need another clue. Ultimus Prime. Jennifer's body. Mark. Yes. Fox. Correct. What is she like? Twenty three. <laughs> She's twenty eight. Yeah, that fucking. Bitch. I'm right. somebody from Nanette. All right. Oh, bag Brian Austin Green. Fuck, he's like forty. Here's the second one. Ready? Bastard. 
Okay. What's up, three beer, Mark? Ready? Ready? <laughs> Archer. Shane. Shit, go ahead. I don't know. Shane, Shane. Points goes to Shane. The girl that was on Friends for a while, and she's African-American and really funny, and she has a podcast. Oh, Aisha Tyler? Aisha Tyler. No. (laughs) I'm going to go Mark. I'm going to say Judy Grix is the only one I know in that show. No. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Ah, never mind. I can't do that. Hey, sometime before when you come over, um, come over early, and we'll watch the Aisha Tyler. um, It's called... It's like layover from Anthony Bourdain, but it's her going to uh, Paris. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyways, the uh, it's uh, John Benjamin. John oh, Benjamin. John Benjamin. He's, he's Archer, right? Yes, he is Archer. And he's also in, he's also in Bob's Burgers. What's the other guy over that, that's in that? That's uh, what's his face from Saturday Night Live? Oh, um, for Bobby not, Moynihan. No, no, no. He did the thing with Sam, with Adam with Andy Samberg like four years ago. It was like. Chronic, what calls of naughty? Yeah, um, hey, dude, his name is Parnell. Yeah, Chris Parnell. Parnell. Yeah. He's in it. He's great. Yo, Parnell, what's All right. cracking? Next clue. Ready? <laughs> Jackass. Shame. Johnny Knoxville. No. Mark. Bam Margeras. No. Shane. Steve O. No. Mark, the little midget guy. <laughs> I have no idea. Can you give me a name? No. Okay. Shane, mini me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like to say, yeah, happy 41st birthday. I didn't know they could live that long. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize to midgets and dwarves everywhere. Small people. Uh, Jason Weeman Acuna. Weeman, fuck. Weeman, he is 41 today. Um, he's a funny ass dude. All right. Have you guys seen Bad Grandpa? This is hilarious. All right. All right, here we go. Next clue. Good answer. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got to get through this before this alcohol Just kicks in. Norm. I don't have tolerance. You're good. You're good. Just keep going. All right, ready? I've had five drinks. You guys have had two. You guys. Fuck you. All right. Three. Get ready. Back the fuck up because the Onyx is here. All right, ready? Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. Shane, Janet Jackson's titties. <laughs> <laughs> well, how old are they? 40? <laughs> Janet Jackson's titties are 48 years. Actually, no. Janet Jackson's 48. Her titties are probably about 32. Yeah. Did you guys know she has a tattoo? Uh, wait, hang on. So face? she got a boob job at 14, Joey? Probably. She's a Jackson, though. They all kinds that's of crazy true. shit. <laughs> she has a tattoo of... Uh, she has a tattoo of Minnie Mouse fellatioing, uh, fellatioing or sucking Mickey's dick. Yeah, basically. Oh, cool. Yeah. Are right, you guys ready for this one? Get ready. These ones are pretty good. Full house. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Shane. I'm like undefeated in this. Uncle one. Joey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me another clue. Rob Kuei. Are you serious? Bob Saget. Do I have to say Mark? Do I have to say yeah. Wilson Twins? Mar- no. Dave Coulier? No. John Stamos? No. <laughs> just change Bob it. Bob DJ Tanner. <laughs> you, you fuck. Oh, my God. Bob it it is Bob Sagan, but he fucking... I just named the whole fucking cast. Give me some points. Hey, Candace Cameron was in Can we all talk about that uh, Campus Cameron... DJ. Camp, campus? Candace, campus Cameron? She married a hockey player and she's crazy. No. Candace Cameron's a fucking idiot. And anybody <laughs> that listens to any parenting advice she, she, she has... She's married to Pavel Bure. She had that thing in there where she was talking about how using using hot sauce and 
underneath her kids' tongues to like discipline them and shit. Whoa! And she's all, I told she was fucking crazy. And she's all fucking crazy, like her brother, all that religious bullshit. Bruh, they went all fucking. Cult. Oh fuck! All right, they went cold. All right, so They're right. Like those so basically, an orphan, orphan black. <laughs> Candace Cameron, fuck you. Guys, guess what? We're tied up at one. Are because really? of the, the, surprisingly, through this mess, you guys oh, are tied. Did you record it? I did. Bro, can we catch up on Monday? Through this mess, you guys are tied. All right. Come over. Here we go. You ready? 30 Rock. Chain. Tina Fizzay. 44 today. Shane has taken the lead. What's up? I've never won. All right. I've never won. Ready? Let's do this. We get serious. Two hints. You guys should figure it out. Mr. October. Shane. Yes. Reggie Reggie Jackson. 68 today. What up, bitch? (laughs) Okay. George Brett. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next clue in the birthday game. Somebody owes me $20 for my microphone. Next year. (laughs) Princess Bride. Shane. Shane, go ahead. Manny Pinkin. You mean Mandy Patinkin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Manny Pinkin? I don't know. <laughs> Good? No, but that's not the answer. Anybody Go, want to see you, Mark. Mark. Robin Wright? I don't know. No. Andre the Giant. Anybody want to be nice? <laughs> Billy Crystal. Have fun storming the castle. Andre Anybody the Giant. Want a peanut? Died, in 19, <laughs> died in 1993. Mark, point goes to Shane. Andre the Giant if you took a barrel of beer. <laughs> Artie Lang said that he heard a story about Andre Johnson when he would go to when Andre he would I, when he had a hotel Andre Johnson. When he would go <laughs> into a hotel room, he would shit in the bathtub. Dude, the guy was fucking confused, man. <laughs> okay. So Mar- Shane's in the lead, four to one. Okay, here we go. Yes, you do. You have a chance. You have a chance. Alright, let's get the Who. Shane, Pete Townsend, motherfuckers. 69 today. Come on, this is fucking guessing right there. Who are you? Who's you ready? Who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? Okay. Hold on, hold on. Roger Waters. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Roger Daltrey. Dude, you, you know what's funny? I love when pe- old people fucking, when they cough, when I they laugh. The fuck you. When are we going to get to that age when we start laughing to the point we start coughing? Uh, apparently right now like my dad does that well he'll be laughing and be like yeah, Shane, Shane does it because he's drinking okay next clue Mark we're going to stay in the music category we won't be fooled again I thought you'd like this okay ne- entertainment music ready I want to be sedated Shane McAsee yeah Joey Ramone Died in 2001. Speed test. Ready? Ready? Last speed test, neither one of us knew it. Let's get some Metallica. Ready? Steven Spielberg. Here we go. I don't know. Okay, ready? I got you, babe. Dun, dun. Shane. Go ahead. You got me. Mark. No, which one? Sonny Bono? No. Share? Shane. Share. Share with the oh, 7 to 1, bitch. All right. Share. 68 today. 
speed round. I have an I had an album of her back in the day, dude. She was absolutely gorgeous. Really? Yeah. Before she, she before all the Tupperware she put on her. She got a tattoo on her ass that my uncle did. Really? I'm gonna no. Hang on. Everybody, everybody, relax here. Mark, you need to elaborate on what the fuck you're talking about. No, no. She had a she had a song. And I I can't remember the name of it, but the video was on like a on a on an air on a naval carrier. It was on a naval carrier back in like the '80s, and it was like you know her. She was dancing, and she had like this black net, like bottom on. If I could turn that's it. That's, yes, yes. You can turn back time. She had a fucking tattoo on her ass. And like one day it was on, and my and my dad's buddy was over. My uncle, I can't say his name, but he was over the house, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, they were drinking beers, and he's like, you know that, that tattoo on her ass? He's like, I did that, buddy. And we were like, what? Really? Yeah. Like I thought my uncle. Your uncle's a tattoo artist. No, but for like ten years I thought my uncle really tattooed shares shares ass, but he didn't do it. He just said <laughs> it. It's fucking hilarious though. I want to say uh, ever, you know? I'm gonna be one of those old uncles. Who's like random? My, my 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 fucking niece and nephew, nieces and nephew already think I'm an idiot. Dude, well that's the best. Thing. They like me, like, but I'm an dad, idiot. Like on a Saturday, my dad's buddy would come over. Joe, like, don't like worry about butt. No, no, this is good. He would come over and he'd be, he just he'd hear the door knock and he'd be like, be like, Dad, you know, Uncle Bubba is here, and he like he'd show up and he'd sit down. My dad be in his chair, and my uncle would sit down on the couch and he'd have a like a like a paper bag in his hand, roll up at the top, put it down on the floor, open it up, fucking six pack of beers. He would drink all six of them. My dad would have, like, none of them. He would drink all six. They'd watch TV for a couple hours, and he'd fucking go home. My That's uncle, what they used to do, hang out a couple hours on a Saturday. My uncle called me one time and acted like he was the Pope. <laughs> he was like, hey, this is the Pope. Are you going to be listening are you going to be listening to my radio, my what TV show? Up, and he kept going on and on about it. He owned it, the only Dunkin' Donuts in Missouri. For oh, it. yeah. Well, uncles are great. Like, the other, <laughs> like, this, this, this last story. He was my marriage. The other morning, I'm driving driving my nieces and my nephew. And then we need a Joey, we need a Joey uncle story. Right. Now. Well, here's the thing. I'm driving my nieces. They're all dead. My, my two nieces. <laughs> tell us the story. Listen, my two nieces, you know how you say the uncles are kind of like, they say stupid shit, you know, yeah, right? Funny. So I'm driving my two nieces, my nephew, and my son into school the other morning, right? We're in the car, and my niece starts talking about how her math teacher can do all this math without calculating. You know, they're talking about calculators, and she's like, you know. I want to say something right now, but somebody might listen to it. So I she can't. says to her teacher, she's like, why, why, do I, why, do, why do I have to use a calculator? Right, yeah. No. I won't. But you probably hear that. But he says, like, she's like, what? She says to her teacher, like, why, why do I need to use the calculator? Because, you know, why do I need to learn this math? I, I can just use the calculator when I get older. So I was like, you know, when I was in school, I was like, I had a class, and my teacher could do all the math that a graphic calculator do in her head, right? And I was like, and then they're like, well, what's two plus two? I was like, I don't know. I need a calculator. <laughs> so, so we're driving, they get out of the car. You know, the whole day goes by. You know, son, my son gets home from school. You know, he's about to go to bed. He's like, Dad. He's like, Do you really, do you really need a calculator to do two plus two? And I'm like, No. I was just giving you a hard time. I was just joking. He's like, Because my cousins think that you really do. And I was like, What? They think I need a calculator? Like, yeah. They thought I was serious. So they think I'm an idiot. So we went to a baseball game. Last bottom weekend. line, I'm an idiot. They think I am. We went to a baseball game last weekend. And I was we were, like Yoda. 
And we were walking in. Oh my uh, God! Tell that. Yeah, tell that story. <laughs> so we're walking in. This is great, dude. I you would love this. Tell the so story. So I'm going with. Uh, uh, Shane's with me, my wife, and my son. We went yeah. to a fish cat. And so, all of a sudden, we're walking in, and the tooth fairy, <sighs> so, which is basically a fucking teenager wearing wings, um, goes, "Do you guys want to?" I went to a wedding and saw that once. Yes. Yeah. She goes, "Do you guys want to sit in the best seats in the house?" And we're like, "I guess so." And they're like. And we're like, well, we don't really know. We kind of want to sit out, you know, in our bleachers. And she's like, no, seriously, just sit there at the beginning of the game and wave at the camera. And I'm, can... I'm all skeptical. Yeah. No one of course he trust anybody. He doesn't right? trust nothing. So we fucking <clears throat> get over there, and there's these, this, like, a huge leather recliner and then, like, two <laughs> leather, leather chairs. I and think so, I have, yeah. So we're sitting in these seats, and uh, Mark's like, Oh, I don't know. What if someone comes by and we're not supposed to be sitting here? And like, and Lauren's like, "Shut the fuck up. We have a we have a, a slip of paper here. Dude, we're fine." Come on. And and so she's giving him shit, and he's yeah. all like, "Oh, I don't know." And so anyway, um, <laughs> at one point, the little one has to go to the bathroom, and Mark is gone for like forty minutes. And this lady and two kids and a guy walks up to me and Lauren, and Lauren's laying down on the couch, and she's like, "Oh, we were gonna sit here." And Lauren's like, "Oh." Yeah, sorry. Did she say that? I thought she just said like that's that's a rough way to save seats. Yeah, she goes, Well we were gonna we wanted to sit here and the little kids were like, Can we sit here, mommy? And this lady wearing this big fucking hat is like, No, they're being mean and saving seats for people when they shouldn't be and then walked off. And Shane's comment is No, and I was, I actually said nice fucking hat. But Lauren, <laughs> Lauren was so confused. Wait, did she really say that? Yeah, she really said the that. The lady said all of that. because yeah. I don't know what exactly what she told said. me was that lady was like, the lady was like, oh, that's a great way to save seats. Yeah, that she, she was, was being passive-aggressive. We, we, we got we got offered these leather seats. <laughs> and and the we, whole fucking we're on time, the Jumbotron. The whole time we're at this game, we're being scrutinized. People are making fucking comments as they're walking by. Like, Every five oh, minutes, somebody will walk by and be like, oh, how'd, how'd, you get, how'd you get those seats? Oh, you must be, spe- you gotta be special to sit in there. And I'm don't like, you hate that? And I'm like, what the fuck? I just want to watch the fucking baseball game. I don't give a fuck where I'm sitting. You know, it's people are like, oh, you gotta be special. Oh, you must be somebody big time. It's like, no, we walked. You in. are, you're, you're on a podcast. We walked, <laughs> yeah, we walked into a baseball game and a lady said, is it just the four of you? And we said, yes. She's like, here, you want to sit in this seat? Usually we raffle off for an inning per person, but we're not going to do it this game. All you got to do, start the game in the seats. We'll announce your name. We'll put you on the jumbotron, and then you can move. And the only we, thing you can see is my fat ass waiting. Right. So we decided <laughs> just to sit there the whole game. They're fucking comfy. It's nice and soft in the yeah, shade. It was, good. it was great. People are fucking assholes. Okay. Game. Sorry about that. <laughs> Nah, no, those those stories are good, actually. I do like that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say a happy birthday. Speaking of uncles, I like Still to say I like to say uh, happy birthday to my uncle, um, Uncle Buster Rhymes. <laughs> he's uh, forty. He's forty two today. Mark, here's your chance to at least make it look competitive. You ready? Yeah. Perfect strangers. Shane. Yeah, Shane. Oh goddamn it! What's Balky's name? Balky Matakomas. From the planet I watched his I watched his TV show where he renovated houses. Five seconds. Oh, I was just watching Beverly Hills. The other, Beverly Hills dropped the night. You know, too. is it him or is it the other guy, Mark? No, it's him, Mark. Is it Mark something? Is it Mark? The other guy, his name is Mark. Give no, me a fucking actor's name. Valky. I don't know Valky's. Hold on, hold on. Bronson Pinchot. That's it. Yeah, yeah buddy. Is it Bronson Pinchot? 55 today. Have you guys seen the Bronson Pinchot I was. You know what my next clue was? You know what my next clue was? What? The Langoliers. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. I would have got if you said actually, Beverly, if you would have said Beverly Hills Cop or Beverly Hills Cop Three, I would have been like totally wrong. I would. You know, my next clue. Probably would have. How about the? How about the? How I would have said Nepos. Nepos. That's it. Yes, <laughs> Nepos. Are you ready? I'm better keep on talking. I'm about happy Nepos. There. All right, music clue. You ready? From Nepos. I'm gonna sing it. Well, did you know that Family Matters was a spinoff of that show? Ready? I'm gonna sing it. Got it. It was all a dream. I used to read Red Up magazine. Mark. Yeah. Notorious B.I.G. Yes. Right? <laughs> Christopher Wallace? Salt and pepper heavy D up in the limousine. Yeah, that was, it was, he's. Play my second Genesis, right? Oh, drop it like it's When hot. I was mad broke, I couldn't picture this. 1997 was when he was shot and yeah. killed. Final one, you ready? No, no. no What's your prediction? Oh, yes. Prediction? Yes, prediction. We go like. Ready, ready? We go like Polly from the DP shows and start rapping. Hey, that's Fritzy. Fritzy, yes. Fritzy, we do love you, no, buddy. No, no, no. Ready? What? Yeah, sorry. I'm <clears throat> hey, fool! You ready for another beating? You should have never came back. Mark. Mark. Mr. T. That's correct. What are you doing? Sixty-two here? today. We gotta have him. We gotta have him on. All right. Talk about Mark. Shane. Congratulations, you. Uh, you owned, but Mark, you did make ground, but you still all lost. Up now, bitches. Um. Anyways. I do want to close up. If you guys have any final no, thoughts on the... No. We We're this. talking. We, gotta, we have this guy. We have this dude. I'm not going to say his name right now. Do we have to pay more if it's longer? No. But but I want to bring it. I bring this is in. free, but I'm going to talk about we'll why talk about, it's free. Oh, we'll that's talk about right. it afterwards, but I want to bring somebody in to, to talk Marvel with us one podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll discuss it then. I'm open to anything. Eeyore. Uh, you guys have any final uh, thoughts before I get into this thing? Um, I'm gonna, I talk. We each have to give a recommendation. Oh, okay. Off the top of your head, do it. Cabin in the Woods. Okay, Cabin in the Woods. We're gonna watch it next week. I want to watch the movie Her, but it's not on. It's not on Redbox. No. It's on Netflix, I believe. It's not. Yeah, that's not. Star Trek Into Darkness is on Netflix, but I've I don't recommend. I don't. I was thinking about that. Have I don't recommend. Don't. No. Have you seen the first one? No. All right. Fuck you. All right. Well, what about Serenity? I got three episodes left. Hurry right. up. Okay. I'm savoring it. You guys, have any other recommendations? Um, Pearl Jam. This just is about like you and I pre-ejaculate to Firefly, all right? I'm trying to savor the moment, slide in and out nice and slowly and watch it. That's okay. Pearl Jam <laughs> announced a... <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Pearl Jam announced a new tour, but no East Coast love, but that's okay because I'm going to fly back to the Midwest and I'm going to go in Nebraska. Right. Um, Foo Fighters have a new tour coming out, but I don't really like them. Uh, well, I like them. It's just I don't like the music now. <laughs> like the first album was good. I love the I love the yeah. first album, but that was it. They're the fighters of food. I don't really have anything going. On. I listen to Jack White's Blunderbuss their album. Oh yeah, dude. I, I want to download I'm that on Monday. I, I really enjoy it. I listened uh, to a good interview with him on about his neck. His next album looks pretty good. Um, and I'm going to try to make. Uh, Seymour go to a concert with me this summer and Joey you're more than welcome to come to and be cynical about my music and, uh, hey I listen to the eels we should what? we should we should drive there tailgate drink mad beer before <laughs> go in and then fucking make burgers afterwards and then leave. sweet hey did you guys know I got live eels live at town hall you showed me you sent me the picture so I got it on DVD and uh, there's like 90 songs on it where'd you buy that did you buy it I just brand new? fucking eBay for three dollars oh so you got it coming in the mail yeah oh. I already got it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. so basically, I would like to say that they made the right choice on what songs to be on the album because, like, seventy percent of the songs are just filler. Oh, okay. mm. yeah. All right. 
course I want to get to business. Let's I do want to close the show out because, okay. so guys. Are we going to watch uh, you want Cabin in the Woods? Is that streaming? We'll, we'll, dis- we'll discuss that, but I think Cabin in the Woods is definitely okay. going to be a watch. Maybe, maybe Leading Serenity. into Joseph's next uh, spiel here, um, go online also about net neutrality because there's a really good article that um, the Black Keys, Eddie Vedder, um, the lady that landed, Laura Dunham that does um, Girls, there's about 95% and 95 artists that got together about net neutrality and talking about how if they get together on that, it's going to really take away a lot of revenue from artists mm-hmm. and starting artists because um, big companies can pay more money and they'll get higher bandwidth and then the, the poor people can't promote their art or their comedy or their music or their whatever. So that's a good read, and it kind of leads into what Joe's getting ready to talk about. I have read about that, and yeah, yeah I do support the idea of what you're completely it's talking completely about. It's completely different, but it also talks about internet, so Joe's... All right, what I'm talking about is basically um, the idea of pat- of uh, patents. And I'm going to... First of all, the idea is to start a podcast, there is a little bit of intelligence that does go into it. There's a lot of a little bit of wiring, a couple computers involved, some microphones, a setup. And the most important thing that you can't buy, and that's personalities, and the personalities matter. You have to have people I originally tried to start this podcast with other people and it just the chemistry wasn't there. That's one thing you can't purchase. The fact is you can have all the equipment in the world. If you don't have the people that you can bounce the ideas back and forth and they don't have to be the same opinions as yours, if the if if the if the vibe isn't there, the podcast isn't going to last. Now, I did go. I did go through some information about. There's something that Adam Carolla is going through right now that I think it deserves attention. Actually, everybody's attention. Right now, Adam Carolla is the number one podcast on iTunes and pretty much everywhere. Right now, he's being sued by a company called Personal Audio. They're, they've already sent coercive uh, letters to uh, podcasts such as uh, More Stories with Jay Moore, WTF with Mark Marin, and other various podcasts. The reason he is being sued, Adam Carolla is being sued, for apparently infringing on personal audio's patent that they filed for back in 1996. Quote, this is the actual patent. A system for disseminating media content representing episodes in a serialized sequence. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. System for disseminating media content. Media content representing episodes in a serialized sequence. One through whatever. What? Okay. What? Their lawsuit is claiming the podcast itself violates the patent. When did the podcast start? When did podcasting start? Well, the earliest one known quoted by the Fund Anything site... Uh, was a radio show called Geek of the Week. That was back in 93. As far as what a patent troll is, it's a non-operating entity. Basically a company that doesn't sell any goods or services. They just have, they own or they buy patents and for the sole purpose, in Adam's words, of suing companies, other companies that use a product similar or service similar to the, what their patent holds. I heard Marin talking about this. Yeah, and they claim in this company, Personal Audio, who operates out of Beaumont, Texas, or at least they claim that they do, and they claim that, they're infri- that Adam Kroll is infringing on their patents. They do not undertake any usage of the patents themselves. Rather, the sole sur- sur- uh, purpose of having these patents is to sue other companies. Okay? Bullshit. 
This matters because the reason this matters to me is because there's thousands of podcasts out there. Many of them that don't produce any income. They're not even for profit. Okay. And right now, this this podcast that I that I put all my time and effort into is one of those. But eventually, this might actually grow to make profit and give my boy and give my boys here some reason for actually being here other than just being really close friends that is they'll get some monetary compensation out of it and having and having fun though yeah well, we have fun i'd like some money out of it though. but it's not it's not fun when you all of a sudden get a letter in the mail saying that you're infringing on somebody else's patent what okay why are these guys so hard to fight where do they come from they're patent trolls they're basically non-practicing entities that use their generic patents that they got legitimately through the federal government and then they take those patents and they sue anybody who they think is infringing on their copyrights. Okay? And they generally don't give sums of money. They just try to extort you for whatever you have. You think we're going to get sued? No, we're not going to get sued. We might after this rant. Dude, you put thanks, thanks. Now, right now Adam Carolla is working on uh, a fund any is on working on fundanything.com. I have the link go to positivesarcasm.com and you can click on the fund anything site. That's a good podcast. Yeah. Web page. Thank you. Now, it's going to cost him around roughly $1.5 million just to fight this in court. $1.5 million. We don't have that. Okay. Huh. I have a dollar. All right. Ah. Now, this company, Personal Audio, they have a website, but it offers zero goods, zero services. Okay. It talks about a couple of engineers who design processes, but in reality, they're probably just a bunch of fucking lawyers. All right. Probably, There's. All right. You can email them info, and they have their contact information. So feel free to email them if you have any questions or comments. Info at personalaudio.net, or you can call them at 409-768-0009. That number again is 409-768-0009. Guys, uh, with your permission, I like to end this podcast on my monologue. Okay. All right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. First of all, this patent. It's so fucking generic. If I knew obesity back in the early 90s would be this common back in two, now in 2014, I would have filed my own patent if I knew it was going to be that simple. And I would owe you money. Yes. So give me your burger. <laughs> give me your hamburger money, asshole. Yeah, give me your burger. I reserve the right to your fucking cellulite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Personal Audio tried to... Personal Audio, the guys at Personal Audio tried to design an MP3 type player back in 1996. They failed. Instead, distributed a cassette with their news podcasts. So they never actually created the product or the software successfully. So instead of filing, of a, filing a patent for a machine that actually that even works, so not only did they, they, so instead of filing for a patent of a machine that doesn't work, they were able to get a patent that in its simplest form is media put in its proper order. So that could mean Music, news, entertainment, books on tape, anything that's in order, one through two through three, you know, like a CD. So unless you listen to Abbey Road by the Beatles in shuffle mode, you're violating the patent as a user. So you're going to sue me if I go to the gym and I do a workout that's similar to yours? They call themselves a holding company. Generally, a holding company is a company that holds real estate or office space, okay? They don't hold any of that. They essentially hold what, in my opinion, is fool's gold, okay? That they pass by some fucking local judge, and the, and the judge mistook it for the real thing, okay? This, pa this patent is way too broad, it's way too generic, and never should have been approved. Coca-Cola 
can patent their own shade of red to protect their label, but they can't own red completely. Oh, no. Crayola would flip its fucking shit. But large companies, but large companies face losses all the time. Uh, Apple, so they, you know, for example, uh, Samsung. Okay, those two are actually fighting each other. But they just shit. They have so many lawyers. They have an, oh, their own legal department. So they just shell out money and make these types of trolls go away. Like I said before, Personal Audio's own website doesn't even offer goods or services. It just talks about a bunch of stupid inventors who are really just lawyers in disguise who took a generic patent thought, a generic thought, and somehow stuck it past the judge. They hide behind P.O. boxes and mind-melting litigation that takes months, if not years, to complete. And if that's the case, like I said, anybody who has to go through litigation or court with these guys, it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars if not millions, in Adam Carolla's case. 1.5 was his number. How the fuck is that fair? It's like all over again. After the, and after they extort profit-making podcasts with undisclosed settlements, they'll most certainly turn their attention towards anyone with an RSS feed and an opinion, such as ourselves. And that includes any church groups, any church groups, who have a podcast and they want to shell out their word, if a church group, I don't give a shit if, you have, if you're religious, but if you have a podcast and you want to share your opinion or the voice of God or whatever, I don't care. They can come after you for the rights if you have an RSS feed. But the whole idea of podcasting is that people don't have to deal with the man, the terrestrial radio, the network TV, the left wing or right wing political agendas. It's one of the last free avenues of entertainment, free speech. And news, that's all podcasting. TV isn't free. You pay over hundreds of dollars a month for cable just to, avoid comedy, just to afford Comedy Central or fucking CNN. And those prices go up every year. So by allowing these extortionists to roam free legally, these guys at Personal Audio and anybody else like them are raping honest Americans of their entrepreneurial spirit, of the even idea or the will to actually go out there and do something and make a brand or a name for themselves instead of working for low-ass fucking pay at a giant corporate company where three years later, they're just going to get laid off. My life, the last few years where I worked for a health insurance company, my life, so, so I would knock people out when I went to work dependent upon the podcasts that were in my iPod. And I would listen to them eight hours a day and it kept me sane. Podcasters aren't criminals. They're not outlaws. We have sponsors like Amazon or LegalZoom, Dollar Shave Club, Pro Flowers, Stamps.com, okay? And they support us. They support other podcasts. So even though our services to our listeners are, is completely free, we're still great. It's, we're still great for business because our listeners trust our products that we endorse and end up using, and some of them end up actually using these products. I have, I listen to Adam Carolla, I listen to Jay Moore, I listen to Dan Patrick. And they, and a lot of the products they use, Sherry's Berries is one of them. And they go through these podcasts and I end up using it. My mother, every Mother's Day, gets Sherry's Berries every year. And it's because of the podcast that I found out about these businesses. So not only is Sherry's Berries making money off of me, but so are these podcasts. They get a piece of that. So that's how that works. That's how it started. Podcast is not like Tent City in Los Angeles, okay? We're not homeless people. We work for a living. We have hopes and dreams. This is how we build a brand. 
But if we are paying out to a bunch of fat cat fucking lawyers, we might as well pack up the microphones and give them to the patent trolls. Because they certainly earned them with their cassette player. That doesn't even fucking work. <laughs> In closing, as far as personal audio goes, to close out this podcast, you're not, you're not even a bug. You're a fucking parasite. And my official comment to these parasites, go fuck yourselves. Because Adam Carolla is here. You will not win personal audio. Positive sarcasm. Out. Drop the mic. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom? Yeah.